What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. 170, uh, is it? I think 170, right? 170, yeah, 170, 170. 170 okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the lovely jazz creator of J-Scope, which is the first hey. fitness belt that covers your entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts, end of summer. So um, I guess you're working on because 2020 was trash anyway, so work on that 2021 body now. That's what you can start doing. <laughs> summer of 2021, get it right, yeah. <laughs> Damn, summer's like over pretty much. This is the last yeah. weekend because Labor Day weekend, and I consider Labor Day the um, unofficial end of summer, even though officially you still got about three weeks, like according to the calendar. But um, I say um, Labor Day is the unofficial end of summer. So this is the final weekend until the unofficial. And then kids, some kids started back to school because like Catholic school. schools started this week. And I'm just like. Suburban schools have started yeah. already. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, when school, when kids go back to school, it's like. That's it. <laughs> Summer just gone. <laughs> you know, you couldn't tell if you were outside at all. Like, there's um, 90 degrees, like, all week last week. But um, got a little bit of um, relief from the heat this weekend. It dipped down. Yeah. But it was, like, mid-90s in Chicago all week. Yeah, it was burned up. It was high as hell. Like, we were outside. We went to the zoo, and we was, like, we was only there, like, 20 minutes. And we're like, yeah, it's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> it was damn hot. Like, yeah, we're not doing this. Getting bait, yeah. But right. unfortunately, man, what a um sad story. We got to kick this off. Uh-huh. With, um, lost another one of our legends in the prime of his life, Mr. Black Panther himself, T'Challa, Mr. Chadwick Boseman. Gone way too soon. 43 years old, um, yeah. colon cancer. Mm-hmm. They say he was battling it for like four years. Four years. That means when um all of these masterpieces he was doing, he was like like all oh he was God. in four Marvel movies. Think about that. He was battling stage three through all of that because he was like stage three before he discovered his cancer. So it was, um it was already in stage three while he was battling. Yeah, because he was in um Civil War, Black Panther, End Games, and then he was in uh I mean Civil War, Black okay. Panther, Infinity Wars, and then End Game. and then he also did Marshall. He did 21 Bridges. He did The Five Bloods. Mm-hmm. It was like he did all this work while battling stage, stage three, three cancer. cancer. Yeah. And, like, you've acted on sets before. Those sets are long days. Long it's like days. 12, 14, 16-hour shoot yeah. days. These are long days. So he was on set all this time between chemo and he was like headed back and forth from chemo to the set. I'm sure that's what his life was the whole time. And you look back, he was dropping like little hints. Like I've been seeing a lot of videos pop up when they asked him, especially about his work on the Marvel movies. Like, um, like it's a lot of hard. He said, like, you have no idea. Like he, you see like him dropping little hints. He's like, you got no idea how hard. This is. Like, I want to watch him, but I'm like, I don't want to like just start crying like a baby. Cause I will start crying. Cause when you well, tell I me, you yeah. actually were the one who told me this story because, like, I was out at a um, a family member of ours got married and they had, like, a small reception. So Marcus and I went to that. Okay. And um, we were there. And then when, like, you text me and then it came through on my watch. And when I looked at my watch and then when you wrote that, Chadwick Boseman died. And I was like, You're like, what? nah, it can't be. Yeah, but, really? I mean, obviously, I know if it comes from you because you work in media and, like, you know 
how to do a story before you like report it. You know. Yeah, I, you know I, how to I'm, verify. You know how to verify before you report. A while before I jumped into that, yeah, like mm-hmm. I um I had it about maybe twenty minutes, so it was like it wasn't super long, but I had it a while before I jumped into that because I wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Especially That's somebody that young dies, you'd be like, really? Nah, I can't be. And then when you texted to me, and I was like. And then um, that just became the, the talk of the reception after that, because then Marcus got the alert on his phone and then everybody just started talking about, man, Black Panther, like, we just, we're hurt because it's like Black Panther. Was, that was our superhero. That was more than just a movie. Like, it was, it was a culture thing. It was, you know, like, we dressed up, people dressed I up. I said that was the first costume. time Black people really participated in cosplay. In cosplay, like, right. Most of the time, like, I've been to Comic-Con before. You haven't, but I'm sure you've seen videos. I've and, seen like, the videos. And, like, typically it's Black. We saw all Black folk. We don't do that shit. Like, we, like, laugh at, like, people that come in for, like, yeah, 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 dress like right. the Hulk or, like, Thor, like, or, like, Princess Leia. Or, like, we would laugh at that, but. Like Black Panther came, then we got to like cosplay. Part. Yeah, black folks is like rocking the dashikis and like full African garb with the holding in front of these in front of the logo. Yeah, and, <laughs> and every pic- <laughs> and every black person who saw Black Panther in theaters took a picture with the poster. Mm-hmm. Everyone did because I was thirty-two weeks pregnant with Khalil, and I took several pictures. I had the Wakanda Forever pose. I had me rubbing my stomach, saying my baby enjoyed the movie. So. It was a big thing, like for us to go and to see this movie. You were actually in Wakanda because you said you were seeing uh, it in the front row. I got my tickets last minute, so um, <laughs> I had to get. I was like, I was, I was able to get because like that was a hot seller. It's like for people right. who don't remember, it's like tickets. Like the pre-sale of the tickets was huge. Like um, yeah. you had to buy in advance. A lot of that you couldn't walk right up. I got yeah. mine maybe an hour or two before showtime. So, like I said, I was very late buying my ticket. I got them in advance, but barely in advance. So, yeah. So, that's all they had was front row. So, I was like, I was literally in Wakanda. I'm watching a movie like this. Like, <laughs> I felt like I was in Wakanda. We talked about that on this podcast. Yeah, it was like the rails surrounding you and you were like. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm literally in Wakanda watching this damn movie. My main concern when I went to go see Black Panther, I was like, we have to see it opening weekend. I said, because I'm very pregnant. I was like, and I don't want to go into labor, so we need to see it opening weekend. Because I was like, I'm having this baby early. I said, this baby ain't going to come at 40. I'm just glad that I was in the theater that had the recliners. Because then I was able to just let, let it back. You know, like how your seat turns into a bed. Yeah, that yeah. way I could watch the screen like this, and like I was pretty I comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I was laid back. Yeah, if I was in a regular chair, I'd have been slumped way down like this watching it. But I was in there with the recliner, so I said, We just let this back, and then I'm like, Okay, I'm good. Like, I'm close as hell, but I'm comfortable. Like, I don't have I'm no, I don't have no neck problems or nothing like that. Like, like, I was like, I might have some sight problems after watching this, but like, <laughs> I ain't got no neck. I was like, I'm, I'm fine. I can, I can, I'm comfortable, but. Like I'm, I'm close as hell, but I'm comfortable. <laughs> yeah, we were like in the middle of the theater because like we went online that morning and bought our tickets for the afternoon. So like we did it like really early. Like we went in, we was like, okay, let's yeah. get our tickets, bro, whatever seats, whatever, whatever. Like okay. I went open at night. I know you went a couple of days after me. Um, I think you. Went, I, went I went that Saturday. Saturday. I went yeah, that Saturday. I think you came out of Thursday. I went that Thursday. Yeah, you went early. You went to the super early screening. I went to the yeah. Saturday um show. Mm-hmm. So, but. Just seeing the news of Chadwick's, and like, Chad, and he, 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 well, he had quite a career for a dude that wasn't around like a, a super long time. Like, yeah, like I said, 
James Brown, Jackie Robinson is like mm-hmm. at Thurgood Marshall. He had quite a career. Mm-hmm. Like not even just outside of the Marvel. He had quite a career. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm um, seeing um, that it was around, like they said, then it was Jackie Robinson Day, too. Yeah. So it's like. <sighs> what happened? Michael Jackson's birthday was this weekend, too. It was, it was, it was a rough weekend. <laughs> Anniversary of Dr. King's I Have a Dream. I Have a Dream. Um, yeah. The speech. The speech, yeah. So it's like it was a lot of stuff that just tied together. But um, the thing that really just made my heart just go when I saw the tributes that the babies were posting, because children, they arranged their action figures. I saw that, yeah. And all of the Avengers or like the Marvel, the Marvel Universe surrounding Black Panther. Yeah, surrounding Black Panther. Black Panther laid in the middle, yeah. Yeah, and then the kids were doing the Wakanda pose. Mm. The babies, somebody, and these are little kids, like 10 and under, like little kids like that. I'm like... What got me, which I shouldn't have done, um, I decided out to listen to the Black Panther soundtrack this weekend big mistake <laughs> it's like that all the stars came on i was um i was i have some something coming up here also the one that got me was pray for me um the weekend and kendrick pray for me like that one it was like yeah i really shouldn't have listened to this soundtrack i can't, I can't do <laughs> it right now all like, the stars with him and scissor i'm like uh like why did i yeah, listen I to this? <laughs> and then oh um what's the name and then um miss me with that bullshit okay that one i was like okay like that makes you feel a little it better. makes you feel i yeah. it yeah, like future made me laugh at least, but like some of them other ones, <laughs> like that, all the stars and that pray for me. Like I was like, okay, like, yeah. I'm super emotional listening to these records now. Because it's just hard. And um, another thing that got me, but I was like, I posted it on my Facebook. I was like, because I was looking, I was hoping that someone was going to do a rendering, an artist rendering, but then somebody actually did a photo of this where they have a picture of Stanley and Chadwick, and then Stan has his arm around him, and he's like. Let me show you around here, Kier. You're going to love it. Mm. And I was like, Ooh! I was like that because it was just beautiful just to see that. And I titled, I titled that post. I called it Greatest Superhero Ever is Chadwick Boseman. I didn't say yeah. Black Panther. Greatest Superhero Ever is Chadwick Boseman. He's the best superhero ever because for him to have been going through stage three and then progress to stage four cancer later and you going through all of this, and you put out this phenomenal work. Like, his work that he put out was phenomenal. Yeah. Great actor. And, and another thing that I saw uh, that St. Jude shared on their page, on their social media yeah, page. Yeah, cancer research. For those that don't know what St. Jude is. Mm-hmm. They love for children. because yeah, they, they Pediatric cancer research. Pediatric cancer. Yeah. And, like, uh, basically, they cover all the costs so parents don't have to worry about, yeah. you know, trying to cover these costs. Like, they don't turn mm-hmm. anybody. No child is turned away. Yeah. And um, they had, uh, they posted from, this was uh, September of 2018, mm. the post that they reshared. And then the post said, it's not every day that an Avenger comes by and visits. Thank you, Chadwick mm. Boseman. So while he was battling cancer he himself. Own battle. He took the time to like spend with the kids that um, were fans of his because of the Black Panther movies. I was time. like, I can't do this. When I saw that, I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I, I can't do this. When I saw that, I was like, the fact that he was battling his own cancer and he still was able to go out there and do the Wakanda with the children and mm-hmm. go and visit and uplift these children's day, even though he may feel, he may be having a bad day, but he's mm-hmm. out there writing these children's day. That's, that's just amazing to me. I just can't, I mean, just enough can't be said about him, his yeah. character as a person. 
Chad. And I haven't seen a lot of his castmates um really talk about. They probably in shock because I'm sure he kept this like to him. They a lot of them probably had no idea what he was going through. Is what I'm thinking that he really kept this one like to himself. Chess. He kept it to the chest. Yeah, because I haven't heard like um like Lupita, Michael B. Jordan, um um with Daniel Kaluuya. I'm thinking about some of his Black Panther castmates. Like, yeah, um, I saw um the him. Avengers post because I saw Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. I saw, I saw um, Dave Chris Batista Evans. post who played um, Drax from the Guardians of the Galaxy. I saw Batista post something. Yeah. yeah that's the only I one saw I saw them. Um, like I said, I saw uh, Captain Marvel and Captain America mm-hmm. and somebody else. Oh, this is the dopest one that I'm like circle completed. Angela Bassett did such a nice post. Okay, so Angela did one. Okay. So I, oh, I didn't Angela, see any. I was looking for his Black Panther castmates. Like a lot of them are probably just in shock. Is why I didn't Angela say. Bassett, this was her post that she shared because she shared photos of them in and out of costume. Mm-hmm. So she shared po- photos at a personal moment that she shared that they experienced. And I'm like, this just shows that he was destined for greatness because we all know that he's a. Um, alum of howard yeah and the last post that he actually put up was yeah the last post that he actually put up was basically saying vote and he was giving his support for kamala harris that was his last post because they're fellow you know they're alums of howard yeah so angela bassett said that years ago she received an honorary degree from howard Mm -hmm. and when she received her degree she said that chadwick told her at one of their events, the Black Panther events or whatever, he pulled her and told her that when you got your honorary degree at Howard, the student that walked you out, I was the student that walked you out. Oh, that's dope. (laughs) And I was like, "Ah, ah, ah." I was like, "Ah, I can't take this. It's just. I'm sure she probably didn't even remember that. Exactly. She had no idea that it was going to be her her future Black Panther. Like her son in the movie. It's like, that's wild. I'm like, the connection that he had. So she was like, we were connected even before we were castmates. And she shared that story. And I'm like, and that's just such a beautiful story to just share. Another big thing he did last year, because the Breakfast Club, they do their radiothon every year where they basically broadcast like 12 hours, like raising money for like different causes that they believe in. And like um, Mm -hmm. Chadwick, um, he called in and like he donated like, like 250 grand, like just like, Drop two fifty grand. They like, yeah, you, yeah, you, you a real superhero, brother. They was like, he just like, he's like, I play as two fifty right now. I was like, yeah, to the car. So yeah, just amazing. Mm-hmm. Just um, my only thing that I'm like, I wish that I mean, and I understand why he kept that private because some people, some people don't want like, I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I don't want sin- like some people want to. They're just pride. Like they want to just keep that to themselves. Mm-hmm. And I understand why he did it. But I'm like, I wish in hindsight, I'm like, I wish that he would disclose something because it's like as much love as he's getting, like all of us just it's just been nothing but an overflow of love for him. Because mm-hmm. Chadwick, you were one of ours. We loved you, Chadwick. We loved you. So it's like He was our you superhero. Of, you were our superhero. So, you know, if he would have disclosed that I'm battling cancer, you know we would have definitely rallied around. Like his fans would have rallied around him because um, a thing that I did miss, and I, you know, because it's just been crazy, a lot of stuff that's been going on this whole 2020. But um, earlier this year when he would post, like, they was like, he posted some videos and had to take them down because when they showed his appearance looking very gone. I was just about to, I was just about to go there. And then um, that's what shows you that um, just like, 
you don't know what somebody's going Asshole. through. Like, Asshole. You don't know what somebody's going through. People calling like crack planter and like like people are like posting shit like that on there. Yeah, people said like, crack you don't know what people are going through. Like they stop said, making jokes. They said the other thing. They said he was smoky from the PJs, calling him a crackhead. Just being really mean. They said that when he posted that video, the video was about him talking about getting PPE supplies. It was an important video that he was doing, but then people were just talking about his appearance. Yeah, so then, crack Panther. What's, and then what's, he up, what's take, up with Chadwick? And then he had to take the video down because it's like, I'm sure those words hurt him so bad because it's like, I'm dying. And it's like, you don't even have, you have no idea that I'm dying. And you're saying these hurtful things. And it just shows a lesson to just be more kind. And like, I missed that whole story about him. Like, I think I briefly saw him look thin when somebody's like, yeah, what's up with Chadwick? And then my thing that automatically goes to my mind, if an actor changes appearance, I'm like, maybe he's preparing for a role. That's, That's the first where thing I, I go as an about. actor. I'm like, maybe he's playing, uh, maybe he's playing a cancer patient. He actually yeah. was one. I was like, maybe he's playing, I was like, maybe he's playing or a drug addict, anything. Yeah. HIV, probably like, um, uh, Matthew McConaughey when he yeah, did, when he Dallas, did the Club. Dallas Buyers Club, he had AIDS. Yeah. And, yeah so he, and got he had to change his appearance. Right. Him and Jerry Reddle both were playing AIDS patients in that one. And I thought maybe that he was like, okay, maybe he's preparing for a role. And then the thing that you always say in the back of your mind, you're like, I hope he's not sick. Maybe he's just preparing for a role. Because people, you go, I hope they're not sick. Because you can tell the difference if somebody goes from being, let's say, somebody goes from being your size size. And, and I dropped down to like 170 or something like that. Yeah, yeah like 160. Yeah. If you jump from your size to 160, that's a drastic change. So you would hope that, I hope that you're doing this for a reason. I hope that you're not sick. Mm-hmm. You know, but when people were making those mean comments, and I wonder how those people feel. Like after you made those ignorant posts, I wonder how yeah, these people you, feel. You now. never know what somebody's going through, so just shut be, the hell up. Be kind, like be kind to people, and you know, like I said, that's why I wish that he would have been able to disclose that because, like, he could have got so much love and support and inspiring mm-hmm. words and. Like I said, we know people ourselves who are cancer survivors. Like we know cancer survivors. Yeah. So people my, my homie D nice, uh, brother yeah. Dave. Yeah. yeah, my girl Eloise. So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah we know survivors. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like you need to be kind to people. Like just be a better person. Don't make fun of people if you don't know the whole situation because what's on the surface is just the tip of it. You have no idea what somebody is going through. So mm. I mean, this is just one that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt me. So, yeah, it's, yeah this is going because it, it came out of nowhere. It's I was legit shocked. Yeah. And then um, and then to add fuel on top of that, like that just showed but somebody posted this picture at the Oscars the year that Kobe won. It was a picture of Chadwick. Ooh, and I saw Kobe that. Picture. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm off the air. And okay. And that made me showcase. I was like, I'm, I said, I'm done with 2020. 2020. Right, I was like, I'm Kobe done. died at the beginning of the year. And now we got Chadwick. It's like, come on. 2020. The they just look so happy in the picture because he's holding his Oscar. The year where Kobe won his dear basketball Oscar. And the picture said Black Mamba, Black Panther, both gone. Like, we lost Black Mamba and Black Panther. I would have put thing. hashtag fuck 2020 is what I would have put on <laughs> I'm like, I'm just over. I was like, that's enough for me to do. I was like, I'm I'm over this. Like, can we just fast forward to 2021? Like, let's just fast forward. Like, I mean, between, you know, everything that's going on, then you got a pandemic on top of it. You got just all type of crazy shit just happening. But 
Is 2020 the worst year ever? I want to say it is. Worst year ever. <laughs> Comment with guy for it. Might be the worst year ever. So. Well, unemployment at all time high. Economy sucks. <laughs> it's um people are literally out here um hurting for money. <laughs> Racism is still very much alive and well, <laughs> even though they try to tell you it's not racism, it's still alive and well. You know, we've lost like several people this year. Um, we've like lost people, people personally have lost people through the pandemic uh, from COVID. So mm-hmm. it's just, this has just been a really not kind year to us. 2020 is trash, man. I'm over it. Huh? And this was a year like I, I had hopes. I'm like, yeah, 2020, 2020 vision. Yeah, we did a whole vision. podcast talking about our 2020 vision. Our I'm going to slap myself down for that. Like, <laughs> we, like, we all need to go see an ophthalmologist because, like, our 2020 vision is trash, man. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they said that um, there was a report. And I was like, okay, I was like, now what else? Can, what else is on the bingo now? Now they're saying that uh, it's supposed to be a, a refrigerator side asteroid that's supposed the to be. asteroid is headed towards Earth. Headed towards Earth. And it's supposed to be hit towards Earth around November 1st. Okay. And I'm like. So that, so that would um that would just be the exclamation point on this trash ass year of 2020. I was like, now we got asteroids head to Earth. Okay, the size of a refrigerator. I'm like, okay, what, mm-hmm. what else can happen? <laughs> Brush fire in um, Australia that destroyed a lot of the outback mm-hmm. happened. They had it's wild. a goddamn hurricane going on right now. Yeah. Two hurricanes. Yeah. It was two hurricanes. Yeah. I forgot yeah. that happened this weekend too. Fucking hurricane hit the Gulf and shit. That's why the and then we're gonna pray for our people if you're in the Gulf area. Like so we have family in the Gulf area. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's like we're praying for our family down there and anyone else down there to be safe. But that's why the meme where it has, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio dressed as um, I think from it's from Django Unchained, and he has like the Drake. And they're like, um, went to a bar or one Corona and two hurricanes. The bar to the says twenty twenty. Yeah. I'm like, <sighs> it's either um Django or that's the Great Gatsby is one. I know the meme. You're it's one of them. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one. one of it's either Django yeah. or the Great Gatsby. The way he's dressed. Yeah, yeah the, and the attire that he's dressed. It's like old. You know, it's some old shit. Yeah, because yeah, it's like old attire. Yeah, <laughs> that he's in. And when it says that, that'd be twenty twenty, and I'm like. Yeah, it's been the worst year ever, man. This year sucks. Like I'm 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 just over it. Like um Yeah. I'm really over everything. So on top of us losing our hero. Uh before we go into that, um another shock that came to me um as a basketball fan right after we lost Black Panther, we lost um NBA yes! legend Cliff Robinson. Cliff huh? Robinson, I saw that. I was like, what is the Right after, like, literally, like, a few hours, like, really. And then that one I had to research because I couldn't find enough on that. Like, it was, um, and then when I started seeing the, um, the legit sources with the reports coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm, um, I'm all about posting facts right now. That's right. what I'm on right now. We know, not, who, yeah. we know who we trust in sports. If Woj posts it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I trust Woj. Yeah. If Woj said it happened, it happened. But 53 years old. Those that don't know Cliff Robinson, he was the sixth man for that Portland Trailblazers team that played in um finals um against the Bad Boys and against the Bulls. 
Right. So they played. They went to two finals, but they ran into two juggernauts. Unfortunately, yeah, because yeah, like 1990, they ran into the bad boys. 92, they ran into the Bulls. And that was the shrug. Yeah. I was gonna say 92, they ran into. And you look at the shrug. Yeah, that's what, like the guy standing in the back with the head bone, headband. That's Cliff Robinson. Him, yeah. Jordan shrugs. Cliff Robinson is standing right behind him. So that's so the guy. Guys, so guys, run back and watch uh, the last dance in there because they show the with Jordan's shrug. Yeah. The guy right behind him is Cliff Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-three years old. Another, yeah, like young Another guy, young man, yeah. mm. Like too many of our are passing away under the age of sixty. Under the age of sixty, it's like you're too young. Mm. Under the age of sixty, that's way too young. It is. You have so much more life, so much more that you can give. Like we look at some people who live to be like, like a uh, Kirk Douglas uh, lived to be what a hundred and one, I think. Yeah, George Burns did a hundred. It's like yeah. Betty White got to be close to 100. Yeah, now. she turns 100, I think, next year or a year after. Bob and Barker got to be near 100. It's like, <laughs> just think about people that are, are at around that 100-year mark. You now live to be 98. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So you Carl see- Reiner, I wouldn't be 98 as well, too, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you see, like, these long lives, and it's like, if you like any any death uh, passing, any death of someone is um, – a tragedy and it is sadness, but if somebody lived a long, full life, and it's like, and you got to see your kids grow up, your grandkids, you got to even see great grandkids. So you got to see all of this happen. You're blessed if you get to see that. You are. Like somebody to die in their 40s or their 50s, like um, Chadwick or Cliff Robinson, as you said. It's young, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you have so much more to happen, you know, so much more to give, man. So many more lives to touch, you know. So. Mm-hmm. This just is a, like I said, this is a bad week. This is a bad year, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> but weekend in particular, this is But bad. um, we got a lot still to unpack. I just had to pay respects yeah. to the legend, Mr. Chadwick Boseman, and, uh, and Cliff Robinson as well. I had to pay respect. Wakanda forever. Rest in peace, King. Yes. King T'Challa. Yeah. Holiday. Um. Uh, this week, how this week started was fucked uh, we up. We shifted too. now from, we definitely going <laughs> to talk about everything going on in Kenosha. Yes. We got, um, I'm going to get your take and then I'm going to drop some facts about everything. Which we, have, have family, we do have family in Kenosha, but they said that they were good. I talked to mom about our family yeah. that is in Kenosha and she, she said she that she's good. Um, yeah. Yeah, our cousin in Kenosha, so she's good. But, um, so... The first thing I see, and I, I like, I'll disclose this. I didn't watch the video because I just, right now, my mind just can't handle watching another video of a black man being shot on our. I've I watched two videos now of it. Like, it's two I different, didn't watch two different it angles. Yeah. Mentally, I'm just like I said, I'm just over it. Mentally, I'm over it. I'm, first one I didn't watch until all the bullshit started, and then I started. Um, you know, I wanted to have facts, so I watched the first video, and then they said, "All right, here's the second angle of what happened." So I'm gonna let you lead on. I said, but like I can say, like a layman's point of because the way people were describing it, they like, yeah, he got shot in the back seven times. The officer was grabbing his shirt and shooting him and just popping him and describing it like that. I'm like, I can't watch that. I can't watch video. The first video starts. Um, is an angle from across the street. Um, facing the driver's door. And um, Jacob Blake, of course, you know, for those that don't know, that have been under a rock the last seven days. Who we're talking about? Mm-hmm. 20-year-old Jacob Blake. Is it 20? 29. 29-year-old. Oh, okay, yeah. 29-year-old Jacob Blake. I, I forgot. Yeah, so much. Yeah. It's been a long week. Yeah. 
he's uh, it starts um we see him walking around from the passenger side to the driver's side with um two cops I want to say have their guns drawn mm-hmm. I think it's two because it's um it's more than that but it's two with their guns drawn mm-hmm. and then um he opens the driver's door and gets in that's when um the one first one grabs his shirt now you hear the seven shots fire off yeah and then that's what happened um but um and then um what what happened um according to um like I said I've been getting the facts like gathering on all of right. this right he didn't get shot seven times like four of the seven shots hit him so three of them missed but still you got shot four that's times so, yeah. shit <laughs> in the back yes yeah, so, yeah. Right. Hmm. we know people like uh, fifty got shot nine times Two, Pop five, got shot five, five yeah like originally yeah. the right um let me um. I want to deal in facts because there's way too much noise. That's what I'm going to start calling. Um, like from now on is what I've, I've always been anyway. Like, um, I want to, um, filter out all the noise and just focus on the facts. Right. There's a lot of noise surrounding all of this shit. So like, um, I just had to unplug from it. I've had to unplug. So like I said, I'm, I'm going to listen to, um, to like, um, the facts because I do want to know the facts. Here's the official report about, um, Said on August 23rd, Kenosha police responded to a 911 call about a domestic incident around five o'clock. The caller said that um, Jacob Blake wasn't supposed to be there, and he had taken the complainant's keys and refused to give them back. That's what they said. So, like, um, like the noise out there you were hearing is like uh, he was like playing peacemaker, breaking up a fight with some chicks. Like, but according to the report, is like, is this, they said that's not what happened. But I, I'm just going by the facts that I'm reading in front of me right now. Right. So then at some point when the police arrived, like a scuffle um had broken out. Like um because like in the second video, which you see from the passenger side, is like like there was no body cam footage of any of this. Like Kenosha probably Kenosha probably doesn't have body cams like they like the small town. Like I'm sure they don't they don't wear body cams there. So like so like but well we just going by the cell phone videos, one from across the street, like which is the, the first one. And then the one from the passenger side from the sidewalk is the one that came out second. Mm-hmm. And you see him on the ground, like, um, it's like a scuffle. I don't know what I would, you would call it. It's like, it's some kind of altercation. He's on the ground with one of the officers and then he gets up, walks away. And that's when he walks around to get in the car and the shots are fired like that. So I don't know what happened like before that scuffle, like how he ended up on the ground right. there. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, according to the report, like says they were there, um, to arrest him allegedly for um, a third degree sexual assault warrant that was out from a couple of weeks before, like a, a warrant had been issued. Like after the um the police had been called about this incident, like him, the keys or whatever the fuck happened with there, they, they entered his name in the database and they said it was, he had an uh, active warrant. That's according to the report I'm reading. His lawyer, um Benjamin Crump, you know, the civil rights attorney, he's saying yeah, otherwise, so but I'm just going by the report I'm reading, so like, don't what shoot the, the fucking messenger and shit. I'm just yeah, what the police facts. saying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going by the official report right now. It said, um, and it was a nine one one call. I was somebody said that, um, yeah, that it was some a dispute over some keys, like with I guess with one of the chicks. I don't fucking know it, but like that's the right. report I'm reading. I don't know how the scuffle started, but um, as a police officer, um, I don't see why you have to shoot somebody seven times. Like I get if it's an active warrant, like um them trying to arrest him, but um why um why fire seven shots? <laughs> it's like exactly seven in the shots. back, in the back at that. 
even like if three of them missed, but still, though, you shot seven times. In the back at that, like that's like the most, that's the most de- de- uh, disrespectful thing because like you might as well shoot somebody execution style. Like you make them get on their knees and shoot mm-hmm. them in the back of their head. You might as well do that. Now, what his attorney, um, Benjamin Crump, is saying that he was there as a peacemaker breaking up a fight. And then um, he was going back to his car to go check on his kids. And that's when they shot him. Like, um, and that's what that, happened to Aaron. Yeah, that doesn't look like what happened in the video. It looks like it was an altercation. And then he was going to his car. It looks like to leave or whatever. Like, um, whatever right. it was, he went to his car. Like, And now they're saying it was a knife involved, too. Like, um, but... You're not gonna pull a. You're not bringing a knife to a gunfight. If he had a knife, I don't think he was trying to fight police with a knife. I don't believe that for a second because it's I'm like, saying, if he had a knife, it would. I don't like. He probably did have a knife for defense. I don't think he had it for like to defend against police. That's the point I'm saying. Like, even if he did <laughs> yeah. have a knife, I don't believe that for a second that you, as a black man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in this climate, are gonna pull a knife to fight. Police, police with their guns already, guns already drawn. Already drawn. drawn guns. Yeah. That makes no sense. Like I said, I don't believe that part for a second. People try to like say that he was trying. I don't believe that part for a second. I, yeah, I don't think. He, I don't think he was I'm going sorry. for the knife, but I don't think he was just checking on his kids either. I think he was just trying to get in this car and get the fuck out of there. Out it, exactly. <laughs> and then my thing that I always go back to when people like for you. All lives matter and all you, if he would have complied, people in the back, my thing always go back to, if he is guilty of a crime, he is entitled to his right to due process, which is the sixth amendment. Yeah, if it was an actual active warrant out for his arrest, yeah, it's, um, let him go to court and do his time. Sixth amendment. Mm -hmm. That's why we have the constitution, but a lot of you guys stop at the second amendment. I get it. A lot of you guys just stop there, but in the Constitution... I'm a Second Amendment guy, but I know what you're saying. No, you know what I'm saying. You know what the point I'm making. A lot of them just stop there, and they just conveniently forget stuff that stuff after that. They mm-hmm. conveniently forget the other amendments after that. Yeah. And it's like, but in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, that is the Sixth Amendment, where you are entitled to you know, due process, a fair trial. Yeah, trial so by jury, that, all of that is in the Bill of that Rights. That means that if I commit a crime... It's not your job as a police officer to determine that you're judge, jury, and executioner. Mm-hmm. I deserve my day in court for a judge. And in a the jury video, it looked like what was it was about. It was about four cops in the video. Like y'all couldn't um just rough this, rough him up and tackle him to the ground. That's my whole thing. Is like you guys don't have tasers. I said he was tased, but um I guess the tasers didn't had no effect on him. So I don't. Because I saw another um, and the report, it also said that he was tased, but he walked that shit off. So I don't know. Did they miss with the tasers? I Did don't know. Miss Maybe. <laughs> when I see the taser that they have the thing and it's shooting and it connects to you, and they do that. Like, unless they missed, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Like if they shot the taser and missed, it's like that. That's the only thing I can see with that. And y'all need better training. You missing shooting with a taser? That's a <laughs> that should be a bullseye. You know, you shouldn't. How you miss with a taser? That's the report. But, it was tasers. That, um, but my thing, y'all couldn't take him down and then like cuff him. Like why? And the four, the seven shots, especially like that's excessive. I would say. Right. Exactly. In the back, mm-hmm. nonetheless. And then his children were in the car. So mm-hmm. if one of the bullets ricocheted, one of them babies could have got hit. Mm-hmm. So because bullets ricochet, they bullets don't necessarily go they were where the they're supposed to go. They might ricochet. Mm-hmm. So. You know, like yeah, that, that was kicked just, off a whole nother, um, yeah, round of 
the unrest, which is where we at right now. Yeah, the unrest and they were burning. Which I'm know, just over. I'm just over. You know, I'm over the shit. Like, yeah, like I'm just over mm-hmm. all the unrest and all of that shit. But yeah, yeah. It's just been very exhausting um, with this. That's but the one. The, um, all right, now I'm getting back to Jacob Blake once again. Um, the report was said that he was handcuffed to his bed. He's not handcuffed in his bed anymore. Like, because um, okay. they said it was um an arrest warrant. That's why they say he was handcuffed. But I guess um he posted bail, so like he's not handcuffed anymore. So like for those that are worried about that, yeah, he's not handcuffed to the bed. My thing is, okay, why are you, why the fuck are you handcuffing a guy who's it paralyzed? Says a, a lot. It looks like he's he's paralyzed. They said it may or may down. not be permanent. Like, exactly. Um, still early. We don't know if it's um, permanent paralysis right. or if it's temporary. But right now, it looks like he's paralyzed as of right now. Right. As of right now, he's paralyzed from the waist down. So why do you have him handcuffed to a bed? It's not like he can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why is he hand? Like that's unnecessary too. Another well, he thing, is not handcuffed anymore. Just yeah, at the time when he was, but yeah, he's not handcuffed. And then um, it um, opened up a whole another thing because then a kid from here, from Illinois, I like that's what um we're gonna we're gonna really break this down because um there's a lot of um there's a lot of noise around this Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Antioch, I think, is the name of the town. It's about 30 minutes outside of Kenosha. Um, Before we get to him, it's like um, we want to talk about um, the NBA and all that because I want to really dig in on this. Yeah, okay, yeah, dig in. So then the positive thing that came out of this is that the the Milwaukee Bucks decided, okay, um, because Milwaukee, once again, is about, I think, 30 minutes from Kenosha. So Milwaukee right. Bucks is like, hey, there's more important things than basketball. Like we're not we're not playing our game five, yeah, because they had a game five against the Orlando Magic that was scheduled right. for um this past Wednesday, I want to say, yeah. Yeah, and then they made it up uh, this past Saturday, and they, they decided we're not playing. So that kicked off a whole like round. Then um all the other heavy hitters, especially LeBron, being at the top of that LeBron. list, like yeah, well, shit, none of us are playing it. Like LeBron, then, AD said, we ain't playing either. Lakers are out too. And then Kawhi was like, we're not playing. It's like, yeah. So then they had a and players that, only meeting um after it was like a boycott, which the league originally said, like LeBron made it clear, and that's all of you saw the post. When the league said like the NBA is postponed um tonight's playoff games, LeBron put in the in the comments, he's like, not a postponement, it's a boycott. It's like boycott. Maybe, yeah, let, let, it, let it be sure, let, let, let it be known. It's let saying it, a postponement, it's, it's a boycott. boycott. That's why LeBron posted that. He made it a point to put that in the comments, say, not a postponement boycott. It's what it is. And then um, Kenny Smith walked off the set of Inside and the NBA. Inside, yeah, because he was talking. He's like, as a former player, I feel like I should and a black man, I can't, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I can't do this. As a black man. Mm-hmm. And then Ernie said, I respect your decision. Like I said, that's why I G with Ernie. Because Ernie, he, Ernie be like, yeah, I get it. Like, he's like, I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. I respect your decision. I do. And then Shaq and uh, Charles were sitting there like, they were kind of just sitting there like, drinking. Me, um, like, I think they were caught off guard. Like, um, well, Kenny might have just decided that on the spot. Like, Kenny probably could have coordinated with them and said, I'm walking up, y'all with me. So, like, I really yeah. think they had no idea he was going to do that shit. So, yeah, because yeah, they looked like they were like, yeah. <laughs> the way they was looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they really were unprepared for that shit, yeah. But so, um, it ended up the NBA like all of the games ended up getting um canceled slash, uh, yeah, slash postponed. Yeah, like, yeah. Postponed. LeBron said 
it was a boycott. Yeah. And then um, it, it, it affected all sports because then the Milwaukee Brewers also, the baseball team, yeah, they said, well, we're not playing either. Like, yeah, because, like, yeah, because Milwaukee is too close to Wisconsin, to Kenosha, yeah. So they like it the affects w- us. Like we don't. Like, it's WNBA more was like we're not playing. Yeah. WNBA said we're not going to play. So then the Brewers and then like all the other baseball games for the rest of that night ended up getting canceled too. The ones that were after that Brewers game, and WNBA was- sat out, and then like NFL canceled their practices. It's like all of the sports were like basically um. It all started when the Bucks decided they didn't want to play. They kicked it and off. And then what's her name? The tennis player, the one who beats Serena. Yeah, um, she I, walked I, I off. Her name, like, yeah, the, um, Mania, I think. I forgot to pronounce her name. She yeah. got the one with the name I can't pronounce. You know who I'm talking yeah. about. And yeah, and she walked out. And she was like, "Nope," and she was like, "I'm out of the tournament." She walked, and she's the biggest. They had to cancel because, like, she's. She's the name. She's yeah. the name of the tournament. So basically, it was a players-only meeting after that. All the players and um, LeBron and um, Kawhi walked out allegedly because things got heated because um, it said out of all the teams in the bubble, it was been um, startups who's still in there. I know it would have been sixteen playoff teams, but some teams had already got eliminated, so they would got eliminated, right? Yeah, because I know, like, the Pacers got swept, the um, Sixers got swept. Some teams weren't around. Yeah, so whatever the remaining teams that were still in the bubble. It's like right. they all agreed um, they wanted to continue, but the, the Lakers and the Clippers, two L.A. teams, said, nah, we done. Like, nah, so right. Kawhi and LeBron actually walked out of the meeting. So, like, it was actually a big divide there. And that's when I was like, just cancel the season. Like, if you don't have the Lakers or the Clippers, which are the two two favorite teams to win the title, like, what's the point? Right. So, I was like, you can't have the playoffs without the Lakers and the Clippers. And then you got those, that LeBron and, uh, and Kawhi. So I was like, just cancel the shit. If they're not playing, just it's over. Just forget it. <laughs> but then they came back the next day and um they um agreed to they negotiated they negotiated with the owners and everything to resume. Yeah. And what came out of it was something that was good, good that came out because they negotiated staying that uh sports arenas need to open we'll up the polling sites. Because um, it's a um, I gotta be honest, they're not using the arenas right now because um, in the bubble. So like all these um, all these arenas are like like the United Center here in Chicago, for example, Staples Center in LA, the Garden, yeah, all these these buildings are huge. Yeah, so you can safely have people come in and vote. Without mm-hmm. you can do the six feet between each. Gotta cut uh, down on the long lines at the polling places and all of that, like because you can fit like many people in that building. Yeah, so it'll cut down and on most the long of the, And most arenas are off of um, bus lines slash train lines, so you can take public transportation. Easy to get yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like open up these places, open up these sports arenas. You just sit there empty anyway. Just. Use them for polling Open places. them up and let them be used as polling places. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean when I say you use your platform to evoke change. Mm-hmm. Use your platform. Mm-hmm. You're, a, you're a, a famous athlete with millions of followers on your social media. Mm-hmm. Use your platform for good. And you're trying to shake it for change because we're tired of the nonsense. Mm-hmm. So use that. And I think that that was a good thing that they did when they were able to negotiate that because it's important. This year is very important. If more than anything, you need to go out and vote this year. Early voting starts September 24th here in uh, Illinois. Was it? I think the deadline to register is October. Well, I forget the exact date, but if um, yeah, I'll in the description if I get it. Yeah, to um, yeah. the exact date to like the, the final yeah. registration. Yes, yeah, so make sure you register before that date. I just don't have it yeah. in front of me. 
Yeah. But early uh, voting starts September 24th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it goes to November 2nd, the day but, before um, the election. Now yeah. we're going to um, talk about Kyle Rittenhouse because there's a lot of noise around this. It's like, um, what do you know? Let me hear because I have the police report in front of me. And it's, what it's, I know about. It's a lot, right? That's more or less writing. Kyle, yeah. What I know about <laughs> Kyle from uh, Rittenhouse from Antioch, Illinois. Is that the story that I just heard is that he's 17 years old. That's correct. And, and his mom drove him to uh, Kenosha. And they said it's, a 60 mi- it's 60 miles, but we know in driving time, that's a 30 minute drive. Because 60 miles mm-hmm. isn't necessarily super far, especially if you're on a highway, you can mm-hmm. go 60 miles or whatever. But she drove and crossed state lines. So mm-hmm. you drove him out of town and he was going, he said, because a report that I saw which pissed me off, it was like an aspiring cop. I'm like, he's not an aspiring cop. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't change the narrative. Just say that what he is, that he was out there and he shot someone. Stop trying to paint it and make it be lesser than what it is. So they said that he went out there and he was like uh, going to protect businesses is what his story was, is that That's he was true. saying and then I saw a video today of um, the police talking to him prior to the shooting or wherever. And in the video, he had the rifle, the AR-15. He had on gloves. So if you have on gloves holding a shotgun, it seems a bit premeditated to me. Because it's like, why would you have on gloves if you weren't going to shoot the gun? <laughs> he had on gloves already. So gloves, you know, you hide your fingerprints. Continue. So then in the video, he's talking to her and he seemed like he was calm talking because he was like, yeah, you know, he's talking to the cops and they're saying to him, like, we're glad to have people out here, out here, um, like you out here for this. And then like um, a report I saw after that, they said that um, he shot when he shot the first person, he shot the first person in the head. And then when they said when he shot the first person in the head, then they said that um, when he was like leaving, trying to leave and they said that the police people were trying to tell the police like he just shot somebody he just shot somebody but then the police let him go and then they said that another person who was on a skateboard tried to go and tried to disarm him and then he was shot in the chest after that and then when he was shot then they said he was able to go in his car and basically drive back to Antioch Illinois and they said the cops just basically let him go. That's what the report that I saw was saying. There's a lot of noise in that report. <laughs> so, yeah, I let him go. And I'm like... There's a lot of noise in that report. I'm going to break it down like what I have. That's what I saw. But they said that he was arrested the next day and he was charged with the murder. Was it? First degree murder. That's what he said. First started. degree murder. <laughs> and then they're saying that um, he... Um, then I saw also another thing come out. They said that... Um, People were saying that because people are so quick to release the victims uh, past about them, like a la George Floyd and Mike Brown and Jacob Blake, um, Arner, Jacob Blake, all that. They released his uh, rap sheet and Kyle did have a rap sheet dating back to 2016. So four years ago, if he's 17 now, that means that he was only 13 and he had like possession of drug paraphernalia, drugs, this and that. So he had like, some stuff that he got into before in his past. Mm-hmm. He has a history also. So he wasn't no angel. Like if, you, if you're trying to paint him as being that he's an angel, if anybody tries to paint him as that, he wasn't no angel either. So mm-hmm. 
that's the facts that I have. Well, like, so that's the, like you said, the facts that I have, because like I said, I, I didn't watch a video of him shooting. Cause I just can't watch anything. Like that. I'm just, my I watched, mind is um, Many videos of that because, um, like I'm I said, I'm, right a, I'm on facts right now. And, um, well, this is where the podcast is about to get very controversial, but, um, don't shoot hmm. the messenger. Like we talking about guns right now. Like don't shoot the messenger. I'm just reading the police report. All of this bullshit that's in front of me right now. <laughs> that's the last writing, and I'm gonna have to get I'm have to get my ophthalmologist to get my 2020 vision set. <laughs> Where my bifocals out there to read all of this shit. <laughs> all right, let's start from the beginning. First of all, um, the guy that was talking in the beginning to um Kyle Rittenhouse was name was Richard McGinnis. He wasn't a cop; he was a reporter. So like that's the first um thing I was like. So it was a uh, it was a reporter that was interviewing. It was okay. Like like what are you what are you doing out here? Like because it was and it wasn't just um Rittenhouse with his gun. It was a whole group of guys like a militia. Let's call them. It was a whole group of them. Yeah, all of them with AR fourteen, AR fifteens, like standing out there with um. And um, Kyle said that he was out there to um. He said um he was he had medical training and he was out there to help victims. That's why. He did have his gloves on. He does have his little um first aid kit. I don't know if you see that in the video too. So it's like a fanny pack. I couldn't tell where it yeah, was. I did, I did see a pouch. It's like a fanny pack. Yeah. So um, so if that's like so, man, that's they saying that's probably why he had the gloves on. If he was out there assisting people, but I don't know. It could. Not. I'm just going by what I'm looking at on the report. Yeah. So he was out there assisting. They said, well, and again, Richard um again he said, well, why do you have an AR-15? Because it's right. dangerous. He says it's dangerous as fuck out here. So yeah, like I'm out here trying to assist, but if some shit goes down, I got my shit. Like yeah. So, but um, here's where it went wrong. Is like he's 17. Wisconsin is open carry, but you got to be 18 to open carry. So, 18, um, so he broke the law right there. Like he shouldn't have had that. So like um, we're gonna go through all the rest of the noise though. But um, so like, but if he's like, he's definitely guilty of that. So we have exactly. that one charge against you put there that um he's he's a so you have two charges I'll say so far that um he was a minor carrying a gun illegally and um he crossed state lines so like that's the two things because he came from Illinois to um Wisconsin so like mm-hmm. that's the two crimes that we have so far like before we um filter out the noise so mm-hmm. so Kyle Rittenhouse um like I say he's care he has he had an AR fifteen at seventeen you can't open carry until eighteen can't open carry Right. A lot of people, uh, I know a lot of people that aren't really um gun people. Like I said, I'm a two A guy, two amendment, second amendment guy. So um, if Wisconsin, if you could walk down the street with an AR-15. It's not illegal. That's because they're an right. open carry state. You can walk down the right. street with a Glock, like whatever kind of gun. Like yeah, like you're a gun. Oh, uh, yes, shotgun. Yeah, you could do that because with them in uh, an open carry state, you can't do that in Illinois. Illinois is only no. concealed carry. So right. yeah, but you can't open carry. Wisconsin is open carry. You can walk down the street with a rifle. There's nothing illegal about that. Right. But um, he said, but that's the reporter did ask why he had his fucking rifle. He said because his motherfuckers out here just in case. But he said he asked why he was out there. And um, what did you hear about the victims? What do you know about the victims? Well, he, um, oh, he heard oh, more oh, noise. Let me hear more noise. For the victims, uh, they said that it was supposed to be an eight o'clock curfew in Kenosha. Eight o'clock curfew. So we say that to um so that he broke curfew. Should, but I'm really like, one day him all of the motherfuckers. Everybody, 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 everybody should have been arrested. Everybody should have been arrested. This should have never happened. They all should have been home. Everybody should have been arrested. That's what I'm saying. Everybody should have just been arrested because. Mm-hmm. Why y'all out? It's an eight o'clock curfew. Like, let's see, Lori put us on an eight o'clock curfew. My black ass was in the house. 
Me so, too. I was um, yeah. teaching, I was teaching classes um in South Loop at that time. They canceled all those classes. They sent us yeah. home to teach from home because I'm not being out there in that curfew. And yeah. I taught night I'm classes. Like I, so I was like, kids, so. I do the class right here from home. I'm not gonna be out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what, what I heard about, about the I don't know much about the victims, but I heard because I don't know if it's North, but they said somebody had like a sexual assault allegation. We're I not even about uh, their history. What do you know about them? Just uh, generally about them, man. Um, I just saw the pictures. I saw the one guy. He had like a ponytail. He had like a man bun ponytail. Okay. Thing, the one, the skateboard guy. The noise originally was pictures. saying that um he shot black from peaceful black protest. No, they're white. I saw the Fucking pictures. No, all, like, all the victims were white. The two, the yeah, two that I were killed him. and the one that was yeah, shot. Was three, three victims. Yeah. One that two of them got. Yeah, there's three people that got shot, and they all were white. Yeah, so I knew they one were white. One looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin, the first guy he shot. Yeah, so he definitely. Yeah, and then the other guy looked like um. Like I said, he had the ponytail, and he looked like um, like like what they say, like a skateboard. He looked like a skateboard mm-hmm. white guy. He did. Okay, so mm-hmm. let me roll back to the police report. Is um, the first um guy that shot the one that looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin. His name was Joseph Rosenbaum. So his um will be called Rosenbaum, and then it has defendant for um for Rittenhouse. So I'm gonna read it verbatim. So anytime I say defendant, I'm talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Rosenbaum okay. was the first guy that got shot. The one that looked like Steve Austin, like I said. So I'm mm-hmm. stone cold. I want to call him that. But I'm just gonna read what it says. But he said, okay. In the video, like um, which um, which uh, the in the first video you see, like there in the gas station parking lot, and um, Rosenbaum appears to throw an object at the defendant, and um, it said Rosenbaum then he appeared to be unarmed for the duration of the video. A review of the second video shows the defendant and Rosenbaum continue to move across the parking lot. He approaches him in front of a black parked car, and that's when a loud bang is heard on the video. Then the male shouts, "Fuck you!" And um, and then um, you hear um, defendant running away, saying that um, I just killed somebody. To that, like he was like, "What's up?" But then when they interviewed this reporter again, you know the one that was out there in the first place, this reporter yeah. said that um, let me find um, where it's going right here. It said it was like an altercation between the two of them, um, between Rosenbaum and um and Rittenhouse, and that mm-hmm. Rosenbaum tried to take his gun from him, and that's why he shot him. That's what they're saying. It's like it's like dude was, and he was the aggressor. It looked like like the first you see him, um, I guess because um Rittenhouse, like I said, didn't look like a tough guy. You could tell like no. he didn't know what the fuck he was doing out there. <laughs> yeah. no. He shouldn't have been he out there. Have. Yeah. First of all, you're 17. You're a child. You should not have been out there. And the dude looked been. like Stone Cold. Was like, yeah, shoot me, motherfucker. What you gonna do? Like it was like it really was. Those really was ugly like that. And then again, he he probably he said he tried to, to take the gun from him. Yeah, and that's when he fired on him. And then um, after he shoots him, and then all hell breaks loose. Then then all the other people like, yeah, get that motherfucker. Like now the mob is after him. So yeah, so now. He's running down the street. Once again, like I said, not the most athletic guy in the world. So Rittenhouse is running away. So, yeah, so he's <laughs> – and then um, he trips at some point. Like, it's like a fucking horror movie, this video. Like, he's running, and then he actually trips and falls. <laughs> I was like, is this real or is this staged? Like, that's when you start thinking shit like that because yeah, the dude trips. And then when he trips, then they hear, like, you really hear somebody, yeah, get his ass. Like, yeah, and that's when they surround him including skateboard guy, which swung on him and tried to reach for his gun, too, and that's when he shoots skateboard guy because he did swing on him. Mm-hmm. And then the third guy, which nobody talks about, the one who got shot, 
his Come name on. is um is Gage some I can't pronounce his last name. Let me find all these names. So I like naming and facts, yeah. Beat him up, get him. I want to get skateboard guy's name. Skateboard guy Anthony Huber, skateboard guy's name. He's the one who got the one who swung the skateboard. Like I said, the one with the band bun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the one whose picture I keep on saying. They're like, he tried to disarm uh, this uh, punk for shooting somebody. Because he shot the first guy and then he swung his board on him and he gets shot. And then Gage Grosskritz, I can't pronounce his name, but Grosskritz is the third guy. And like this guy um, actually had a gun, which is not being reported anywhere. Like he had a handgun. So. That's why he got shot, is what he's saying. Like, cause yeah, when you saw the video, you do see he has a pistol in his right hand. So like, mm-hmm. so the third victim, actually the one that lived, like actually had a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So based on all of this, is um, I'd be surprised if he gets convicted of first degree murder. Like that's like, I'm, I'd be highly surprised. Like, with this evidence, he's not going to get convicted of first degree murder. The couple of things that I take away from that is, for one, he should not have been out there. He shouldn't like, have been there. Nobody, because if you want to be honest, nobody should have been there because if it's an eight o'clock curfew, no one should have been. Because saying he was underage with an AR-15 and he crossed state lines, like so, um, he'd probably do some time for those two charges, but I don't know how much those carry. Mm -hmm. I don't expect him to do a lot of jail time just on those. So it's um, so expect another round of unrest to go down in Kenosha because. I don't think this Kyle is going to do a whole lot of jail time. So either based on that, because if you're dealing facts, then. If those are the facts that are being presented and like if they present that in front of a jury, then that's not enough for first degree murder. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, the thing about it also is that um, in these situations where emotions run high, so because we're just tired, America in general. Yeah, it's very emo- and it don't look good that um that the um the unarmed black guy um gets shot, but the um the white kid with the AR fifteen doesn't get shot. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. There's another video where um he is surrendering to the police, but for whatever, for reasons that were only known to those fucking cops out there, I, I don't know, like, they drove right past him. The video where he is surrendering, he has his hands up, and he's like, he's surrendering to the police. They drive right past him, so so then, of course, he keeps running after that. Yeah. But he was turning himself into the police. I saw that video, too. And, like, for reasons, I don't know why the cops didn't arrest him, but, yeah. They drive right past him while a dude with a rifle was like, he's Lost surrendering. The yeah. <laughs> he's Lost like the this. It's like he was surrendering. Yeah, to the it's over. It's over. Yeah. I'm surrendering. Mm-hmm. But, but this is why I say this whole thing is just, it's not like, no plan to, it's not black and white. All this shit is gray. So mm. it's just really complex, like what emotions are going through people's minds right now shit sucks right now that's all it is an emotional thing is that what i've been saying for a while now since all this racial tension has been happening is this has to be the generation where we actually address and try to eliminate and uh extinguish racism we need to extinguish racism we need to extinguish it now and really, um, at the root of the problem right now, um, yeah. even bigger than the racism problem, we gotta fix this police shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's a bigger that's, threat that's, to me. That's, it's that's like, a, yeah, like um, none of this would have happened had the police not shot the dude seven times or like shot at him seven times and hit him four right. times. But like, that's what happened. Yeah. But that's a caveat inside of that. That's why I say racism is the main structure, and it's so many 
caveats inside of it. So we need to address That's the bullshit that needs to be fixed is like stop shooting motherfuckers. It's like unless your life is threatened, like um don't right. shoot anybody. So yeah. Because <laughs> we see that white people, like I've seen several videos of white of white people who had killed people were were arrested and they've given their day in trial. They're getting their day in court. They're getting their trial. They're getting their fair trial by a jury of their peers. They're getting that. But as a black person, it's like you got cigarettes, you got weed, you got dumb shit going on. It's like you get killed. What? It's like that don't make no sense. So I am glad that Jacob Blake is alive though, because like had he died, then this really would have been even I'd say another unarmed black man killed. It's like at least he's still alive. Like that's if it's just any like um thing to be thankful for, at least that man is still alive right now. We need to address, we need to really address that. Like I said, just addressing, trying to pull that down because it seems like, like we said before, every 50 years is always something that happens and then it just seems like band-aids have been being put right on. Right now, we in our, we in it right now. This is it's our, um, being put on. Like uh, the whole first part about like, uh, okay, the, uh, the uh, freeing of the slaves and like the reconstruction. The slaves happen. And then during the then Jim Crow happens and um all of that shit. Yeah. Okay, band aid. Then civil rights happen. Band aid. Okay, we're going to give you civil rights. Mm-hmm. What does civil rights really give us? Like I'm not being mean when I say that. I'm just saying like civil rights. Like it's still, you know, it's still like stuff where like you're being racially profiled. If you're a black person, you go in areas that are deemed white. You're still uh, racially profiled. You are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, civil rights just gave us civil. Like, okay, like we're just asking to be treated civilly. That's the bare basis. That's the bare minimum. We're asking for the mm-hmm. bare minimum. You can't even give us the bare minimum. We but need the to. Two, um, the two um, bigs that came out of all of this, like both situations, the Jacob Blake and the Kyle Rittenhouse, is um, the Jacob Blake is like, um, Why'd you have to shoot him? Like, why? If, if you were there to arrest him, um, four cops couldn't take one guy down. One guy down. Blake wasn't a big guy. Like, he looked like he was a small guy in the videos that I saw. Yeah. Like, he he wasn't like um, one like LeBron. Like, he wasn't a big right, guy. Right, he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's having somebody else? He wasn't like um, like Dwight some, Howard and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, somebody like that. Like, yeah. I was having yeah. yeah, he wasn't a big guy. Like, yeah, he looked like um a little little frail dude to me like yeah like so y'all couldn't take look like little wayne like that like like a like, little dude like that yeah. like five eight like 160 pounds like that yeah so um four Six, cops seven. couldn't wrestle him to the ground and cuff him that's all i'm saying like if you were there to um arrest him y'all couldn't wrestle him down why why you have to shoot and then second of all like the um and then the kyle rittenhouse situation i still say why the um a reason why didn't they arrest him when he was surrendering like I, like that's the question i want to that's the million dollar question right there. Because there's a video, like if you ever see it, it is a video. You see him, hands up, rifle, yeah, and then the cops drive right past him. <laughs> so that's the two um that I got out of all out of all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, shades of gray. It's, mm-hmm. This is shades of gray. This whole thing is just mm-hmm. a mess. And we gotta do better. Mm-hmm. We have to do better as a people. We have to, like you say, like stop shooting people, police. Stop shooting people when it's unnecessary. 
Your life is not in danger. If my back is to you, how is your life in danger? Shooting should be a last resort. Well, how is your life in danger? And you learn that if um, anybody who's ever taken a concealed carry class. Well, I don't. Yeah, I'm about to drop some gems, I guess. Right <laughs> there. But um, yeah, shooting is a last resort. That's one of the things you learn. And it's like, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, you you know how to shoot. But like shooting should be the last thing, not the first thing you do. Mm-hmm. You shoot only if you feel that your life is in danger, that I'm going to get him before he gets me like that. Yeah, like you only shoot if like it's a last resort. Right. You don't shoot as a first resort. Like shooting is the last thing you do. And then you say, oh, I fear for my life. Really? Because mm. I seem to be the narrative. I fear for my life. That's the narrative. Especially if they say that he was going for a knife, which um, I don't. I don't, I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe. I think it. he was trying to get the fuck out of there. Like, that's just my gut feeling from the from the footage I saw. I think he was just trying to get out of his if car. That, get in the car. If, if that is the case, if he did allegedly have a warrant out for his arrest, and I've known people who had warrants out for their arrest, and like they just ran got the fuck. Out. I remember when the person crashed a car and they ran got the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, uh, yeah, we know of somebody who did that. We he, know um, somebody. Who ran. had warrants who crashed his car and he just left the car and got out and ran. He jumped ran. the car and ran. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he had a warrant. So he jumped up the car and ran. He said, I ain't going back to jail. And he ran. He he took off. That's like makes more sense. Like, okay, I'm I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. I got my kids in the car. No, we ain't you ain't gonna arrest me in front of my kids. So I'm gonna jump in this car. We're gonna peel off and we're gonna be out. We out. So this Jacob Blake situation, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I said, the written house one already gave my opinion off. He's probably does minimal jail time like on the, the two charges so yeah, underage with the rifle and um crossing state lines with the rifle that's because they tie something with the curfew but then that would be bullshit anyway too the then curfew. you gotta arrest them because then all those guys they were they were um that's another thing that wasn't mentioned in the noise too like the, the three people that got shot none of them were from kenosha so they all came from out of town to like stir bullshit up so like yeah like the, the two guys that got killed and the other one like none of them were from kenosha they all Came from out of town just to stir up shit. Yeah, that's what, yeah. You see my face I'm making. Yeah. <laughs> you see me. I'm staying my ass here. I'm not going out to Kenosha. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm protests in Chicago. About oh, and like, yeah, once again, like the media doesn't tell you that. We I've had peace, most people, lots of peaceful protests Saturday in Chicago. Like, no looting. Yeah, none of that shit. It's only you. the looting that gets reported, though. Yeah. It was like they had a big one, like in Chicago, like they were marching down Michigan, like yeah, not one business got destroyed or nothing. It was just exactly. like peaceful protest. You probably didn't hear shit about that till no. I just said it. <laughs> I honestly didn't, exactly. and that shows that what people want to control, like they want to control the narrative, because which like- is why I'm all about um, like I'm using my um power as a member of the media to like I'm filtering out the noise, like I'm just exactly. reporting facts. Everything I read is like just from the police report is facts. Mm-hmm. Like if some stuff that I said, um, some people might not like, like especially a lot of the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, like he's probably not going to do any jail time, any real time, like because of um the facts from the report. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, I'm filtering out all the noise. Yeah. Because part of law and order is not just like you're gonna do uh you're gonna do 50 years for this, and if you don't have the proof for me to do 50 years, it's about guilty, you know, like, uh, was it reasonable doubt? You have to create enough reasonable doubt. If you could create yeah. just this much reasonable doubt, 
Yeah. You just gotta create that much reasonable doubt. That's all you gotta do. It's just a smidgen of it. You got the medical kit, like I said, that creates doubt about him, mom, why he had the gloves on because he did have a fucking first aid kit like around the And he says in the video like the interview that um when they asked him why he was out there, he's like, I'm like a lot of people I'm out here assisting people and um all of that because uh, he had his little first aid kit, he had his gloves on, so like I so, just, like, that is reasonable doubt, yeah. I just saw that, um, like I said, the pouch, I saw it just like a fanny pack. That's what, like I said, just on the steel yeah, floor, I saw it like the a first aid kit is what he had. Yeah. I said, so I couldn't tell. I just saw, when you see a picture of somebody with gloves on and a gun, it looks highly suspicious. The it first guy like- that got shot definitely was an aggressor, like he wasn't a peaceful protester. And, like, um, I didn't see him try to take his gun, but um, the reporters, the guy that was um, one uh, eyewitness said that um, he did reach for his gun is why he got shot. And then the, I did see him going like, yeah, what you going to do? You ain't going to shoot me. Shoot me, motherfucker. You know, like tough guy and shit. Like, yeah. and yeah, he was like, like the, um, in Menace to Society when, um, the guy talking shit to Sam Jackson. At the beginning. Oh yeah. I did. Well, he's like, I just did. Yeah, 10 yeah. Years joint, whatever. Be scared. Cause you got a gun. It's like, that's the first guy had that attitude. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you ain't going to shoot me. Like, and then he got shot. So that's <laughs> And then it's like with chaos, like we see like like with chaos that ensues. Now, once like, after that first guy got shot, now it's like a whole mess. Because then it looks like that. um the way it looked is like ah oh, like I just saw him ah oh, like we got a vigilante out here just popping motherfuckers. Popping look like and then the way he looked, like I mean, he was socially awkward looking. He was. And he wasn't the most like like I said. He could he tried to run away, but tripped and shit. Yeah. And then he shot the person. That's in the another head. another thing that's gonna come up with a reasonable doubt. Like he was retreating, like in all the videos I saw. I never saw him um, going towards people. It's like he was running and everything. The fact that he shot the guy in the head. So like, if you're outside somewhere and you just hear a gunshot and you see somebody shot. Oh shit! Let's get that motherfucker like after that. Yeah, that's, that's going to be your reaction as a crowd. That's going to naturally be your reaction if you see somebody get shot, and then you're like, "Let's let's stop this motherfucker. Let's stop him." Mm-hmm. because you don't know all the facts, so you just are trying to. You think that it's a guy out here just popping people. So yeah. the people going to chase him down necessarily didn't do anything wrong by chasing mm-hmm. him down because. You don't they don't know, know what's going on. They don't know, what, know what they don't, they don't know what what we know now in the report. Like hindsight is twenty twenty. All they know is like, why you out there? Like, oh, you shooting motherfuckers? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I got you then, yeah. It's a skateboard guy trying to stop him and trying to uh, disarm him necessarily. I said that wasn't wrong because he's thinking that you're just a vigilante out here popping Mm -hmm. and I'm going to stop you from popping other people. So he's trying to stop the situation. You look like a madman with a gun. That's what it looks like. Right, that's what it looks like. That's what I originally thought. Then I started reading the report. It's like, um, he really shouldn't have been out there. Like He should not have been out there. Like, yeah. And then his mama need her ass kicked too. Like, why would you drive your seventeen year old son out there? To, yeah, no, yeah, no business yeah. out there. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not driving I'm, my. If it's in, if it's in your town, and then um, you're trying to protect your own, but um, I'm not crossing state lines. Like, say, so, Indiana's an open carry state. Like, yeah, I'm not crossing state lines and bringing a gun to try to protect something out in Indiana. I'm not going to Gary to try to protect businesses in Gary. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> nah, I, nah, bruh. That's nah, a dog. Bruh, yeah. Right there, that's a dog, bruh. Yeah, right I'm not that's not doing that. Yeah, not crossing state lines, like, because shit is going down. I'm like, yeah, like, I feel for y'all, but if it happens in my hood, yeah, I'll protect my own. But, yeah, I'm not going out there. <laughs> yeah, because we had to, like, go and, like, you know, circle around businesses in Chicago when it went down to George Floyd. I was out, um, I was out on commercial checking out, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, if somebody had been out there with guns, I probably would have got the fuck out of there. But, exactly. Yeah. 
And once again, like I said, that's more um, a, another reasonable doubt thing in Rittenhouse's favor is that because um, the police weren't doing shit. I think he mentions that. It's like, I'm out here helping because the police, and, like, and I saw that with my own eyes in Chicago and the Georgia. The police really didn't do shit. Yeah, they didn't do they that. weren't arresting nobody. They came out and then left. They I was like, what out. the fuck you come out here and shit for? They came out and they shooed, they shooed the people away, but then as soon as the police left and the people were yeah. started And what's the point and shit? Like, y'all came out, looked around, then got your car and left. I'm like, yeah. man, this business. Is- I'd be like, what the fuck was that shit? Said- what well, if you own one of those stores? You'd be like, <laughs> they said, uh, they said, okay, guys, enough of that. Go home now. And then they left. That's what they did. Yeah. You feel like a real asshole. I saw a guy out. There was a couple of people that were out there protecting their businesses. Yeah, I saw the guy, the guy in the pawn shop, right. and there was a guy who had like a, 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 a samurai sword. sword. If you were a samurai, that's probably why the guy went in the house and got his. He went inside and, and got his sword. If and you I saw did. the cops and said, "Oh, y'all not gonna do shit," he and went I didn't wait for that because it's like because the cops came, looked okay. out, and left. So like, dude, probably went and grabbed his sword after that. Shit. I was not mad at him for that. Nothing shit. I was not mad at him for that. I was yeah. waiting for him to just like if Rittenhouse was from um, Kenosha and like and like let's say that was he worked at that store and he brought his gun. I'm fine with that. Like, but you don't cross state lines with a right. fucking gun. It's like that's just my whole. Especially if you're underage. It's like, yeah. seventeen on top of that. Yeah, especially if you're underage. Like to me, if you like um, if you worked at that store and then um, you saw okay, they about to tell you you go grab your shit and then okay, you're not coming hashtag, in here. Uh, since we said hashtag doing too much, you were yeah. doing way too much. Yeah, you did too much. That was definitely what's the male version of Karen. That was that, yeah. Kyle. Kyle's gonna be the new Karen. We're gonna call him by his real name. <laughs> Stay your ass home. It's like, yeah. It's Kyle. You, if you were out there trying to help people because you felt bad, like just stay the fuck home. Stay and, like, away from and the cops weren't doing shit. Like I said, I saw that here, but um I didn't I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> if, I, if I saw people with AR fifteens, I'd have left sooner. It's like, yeah, I saw a guy with a samurai sword. I mean that was alarming, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if he was walking, if he had an AR-15, like my video would have ended there. Right. Okay, like they got guns. I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> <Okay. Shit. laughs> but I think we're done. Yeah. We're a lot in. <laughs> I know we should get out of here. <laughs> yeah, get the hell up out of here. Appreciate you supporting not another damn podcast. I hope you continue to support us. I'm just just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. Shout out John McClain. It might be the name, but just the facts. I do want to kind of put um something about Chadwick in the title too. Yeah. We'll figure the title out, but definitely um just the facts, and we we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So if you like what we're doing, follow me. Um, for it. let's start with um the podcast. Like the Facebook fan page, not another damn podcast. Mm-hmm. You can do that first, and then you subscribe, share, rate, review all of that on um Apple Podcast, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Do your thing, do your thing. Also follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And check out OzRadio.net if you want your 90s and 2K classics. My station, The Bomb, is streaming there live right now. And you can check me at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. Yep. S-T-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your blogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. And there it is. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs>